My name's Paul Terrace. I play keyboards in The Social Club. I also play keyboards in Nervous. And I own and run the LP Cafe in Watford. Perfect. So just let us go then. Yeah, start okay, from the start. So yeah. From the start. So yeah, at ten years old, I was uh, at the coming to the end of my primary school. I was at primary school in Bushy, which is where I grew up, which is not far from the cafe where I, where I am now. I guess the climate then musically for me was pop rap stuff jump around by house of pain or like i think k7 was i remember it was really big in year five of primary school years um would that come baby come tune or like uh informer by snow like all these kind of songs which people would have the single and then everyone had to like them there's a lot of radio listening like you know capital fm was was kind of what was played in in my house it's Wednesday morning, it's the 9th of October, raining like mad When my mum was cleaning on a Saturday or something. Mainly dry this afternoon and bright as well. 16 degrees, you're high, 61 Fahrenheit. But, like, guitar music, it, was, it wasn't something I noticed until I was on holiday. When we were younger, me and my brother and sister and my family would go to France for the whole of our summer holidays. My um, parents, when they were younger, like bought a barn basically, and as like their labour of love, like every summer we would just be there and they'd be just fixing it in the middle of nowhere on like this small like farm, and we'd listen to the radio. But the radio stations would play a lot of English music. And they also wouldn't have the same sort of censorship. The first place I discovered Nirvana was on the radio. Nirvana would come on and you'd be like, wow, this is this is really wild stuff. <laughs> you know? Just everything that, that I wasn't used to. Wow, there's something something else out there like that's saying what I was feeling, I guess. Except I would only hear it in these summers like on holidays. Yeah, you'd hear him say, and le nouvel tube de Nirvana. So the whole rest of the year would carry on and I'd be like thinking, I need to find some of that Nirvana stuff. My parents used to take us to this 
to the big supermarket. These are the big hypermarchés, so you'd go there, you'd check out all the toys, and they might have a computer game that you could play or something. Next door to there was like a liquidation shop. They would have just really random stuff, always really cheap from places that had closed down or whatever. And we went in there one day and there were like these two huge baskets full with just piles of CDs. And they come from some sort of, um, I think a shop had had a flood or something. So half of them were like water damaged and we were there the day that it had come in and they just put 30% of mark price. I was looking for Nirvana, I found in utero, I also found incesticide as well. And I thought, right, I don't know if any of these have got the songs that I know from the radio, but I'm going to buy both just in case. <laughs> like, all the CDs I'd ever seen had pictures of the artist on the front. New Kids on the Block would be there posing on the front. Um, but Nirvana didn't have that. They had this weird, this winged, see-through woman with all the body parts. I remember thinking, like, this is like art. Putting it on, that initial hearing. Suddenly you're hearing this and it's like, it was almost like an invasion of privacy, if you know what I mean. From the moment that first chord in Serve the Servants kicks in and you're like, these people are just really trying to annoy everyone, like, which I just thought was the best. Like. There was a rawness to it that it just didn't feel like it could ever fit on the radio. The sound of it affected me, like, but I think the thing that affected me the most, like, when you combine the artwork in as part of it, and the song titles and the lyrics, is the is the overall like mystique of it. It always felt like it was hiding something. So this was my copy here that I got. In that's that. the, one, that's from the one from France, yeah. This is really like obsessive, I think, but this bit here, like where we've got the suggested bass and treble positions I was like, what? why is that? What does that even mean? Like, it was some sort of, oh, if you set your stereo to this, like, then it's going to sound the way it should sound. And and I, obviously I would do that. I'd be, like, looking to try and set the bass of the treble, and then I'd be annoyed that there's no diagram for middle as well, like, because that's what the stereo had at home. So, yeah, so, yeah, I got pretty obsessive about it. <laughs> I got a Nirvana VHS for Christmas. And it was the Live Tonight Sold Out one. I don't know, have you seen it? Yeah, and, and I was watching it with my mum. <laughs> and I was thinking, this is the greatest. Like, these these guys are just, like, mental off, off, the, off the chain, like.
and there's a scene in it where like um, they're playing the show and there's a camera at the side of stage and they're just like all just feedback just noise everything like throwing guitars and And my mum's watching it and she's going, this, this is a bit weird, isn't it? I'm really enjoying this, but uh, yeah, this is, yeah, it is a bit weird. She's like, yeah, they're really like disrespectful to their instrument. Yeah, but this is really cool, but yeah. And then, he, and then Kirk Cobain moves over to this camera and he's like, the camera's right in his face and he's... He starts spitting on the camera and then like rubbing his hand on it. And then he proceeds to undo his flies to take a piss on the camera. And my mum's like, listen, if you're not if you're not enjoying it, don't worry, we can take it back to the shop and swap, swap it for something else. I think my mum was being very, very like liberal about it and not like making a, a big thing of it but it was enough of a thing I didn't want my mum to feel like I was into this like maniac <laughs> so I did say yeah alright we'll take it back we'll swap it for something else and I think I swapped it for a CD by The Offspring <laughs> who I'd also heard in France and who also had a lot of swearing on their records I think the takeaway from that was just like, don't necessarily watch things with your mum in the same room. Definitely don't think I was playing that one to my parents that often, to be honest. You know what they say about the music you listen to when you're like 13, 14, and you're like, brains going through the most changes, is the music that's going to stay with you for your whole life. And since reading that, I, I firmly believe it. hadn't been for listening to this album I probably wouldn't have got so enthusiastic about playing guitar and if I hadn't got so enthusiastic about playing guitar I would have never wanted to join a band yeah I don't think my passion for music would be what it is today without without how you how did you describe it the gateway drug that is Nirvana yeah. 